think what I'm supposed to say here is, hello, everybody. <laughs> is that the way it goes? That, that's uh, how it well, goes. <laughs> welcome to uh, the Riverfront and Late Night. This is definitely Late Night Reds uh, tonight. Yeah. Uh, I'm Chad Dotson. He's Tim Daniel. Emergency episode of the show that it. we're dropping on everyone. Um, what are you thinking? The Joey Votto returns. The Reds take first place. This was a fun night. Chad, I mean, we've got Joey Votto hitting home runs. We have, I get to send out my my honorable Nicholas Peter Senzel tweet tonight with a, a nice little home run because he's like Barry Bonds against left-handed pitching. Um, what a fun, fun night. And most importantly, let's say thank you to the Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> yes. And w- the reason he says that is the Diamondbacks defeated the uh, Milwaukee Brewers, which means that the Reds, with their ninth consecutive victory, overtake Milwaukee and are now in first place in the National League Central Division. And all I can say is, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. How are Um, we here in the middle of June? It's crazy. Yeah, you know, um, I was pretty – look, there's a lot of baseball to play. So, as I say this um, (laughs) – I was very, I was a lot more optimistic. I felt than most on this team. If you, you know, if you read national media, but uh, did I think when I was optimistic that we'd be talking about them being in first place and three games were 500 on a nine game win streak a week away from July? No, no, I did not. Um, but man, just what a fun night. Uh, just a great game. You know, a game where they fell behind, they, they blew a three, they blew the lead and they still came back and won. Um, holy moly, holy moly, <laughs> holy moly. I think that's 2023 Cincinnati Reds. Holy moly. That's the, yeah. that's the, uh, the tagline. No. Yeah. You know, you were certainly more optimistic than I was, but, uh, and, and I'm not going to tell you because I've always tried to tell everyone exactly what I think. I'm not going to c- claim at this point that I thought they were going to be in first place in June. June. <laughs> right. Uh, I did. I think you go back. Our friend uh, Kentucky Reds gal on Twitter had a preseason. Uh, she always does a preseason one loss uh, contest, basically. And I think I said, you know, 80 wins, maybe 78. And, and I don't know that I quite believed that, but I wanted to believe they would be in that, that area. But I also spent a lot of time and here on the show, uh, a lot of time kind of pushing back against the idea that the Reds are going to lose 100 games again. Yeah. Because I didn't believe that they would. Did I think they were a lot better than last year? Not necessarily, but I thought that last year they lost 100 games for the second time in franchise history, and everything went wrong. Right. Literally everything went wrong. So I was just sort of playing, you know, uh, playing the percentages, as Mr. Burns might say on uh, on The Simpsons. I thought, well, everything can't go wrong again, right? And so they're not going to lose 100 games. Instead, what happened was. Again, a lot of baseball to be played. We're getting out over our skis here, but just about, well, not everything, but many things have gone way better than expected. I started to say everything's gone right, but when we talk about the pitching, everything's gone wrong there. Again, we're not going to get into that maybe tonight, but um, on the offensive side of the ball, just about everything has gone right. These kids, some of these kids, uh, especially uh, Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McClain, especially, frankly. Oh, man, he rules. Yeah, way ahead of schedule. No one, literally no one, including the Reds, who have been talking about 2024 being the time when these guys would come. No one expected these guys to be as good this soon. Uh, and Andrew Abbott's the one pitcher that's ahead of schedule. Yeah. But um, 
So, yeah, I, I'm not going to claim that I, I, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. When I'm right, I certainly uh, crow about it right here. But uh, I, I don't know. We'll talk. We, we got to get into Joey Votto, obviously. But the question that I keeps going back to me is we talk about how much, much fun this team is. When's the last time we had this much fun? I mean, uh, seriously, when's the last time? I've been thinking about this all day. I mean, 2012 was incredibly fun, but it's, they were awesome. They were they were awesome. Um, yeah, you know, uh, shocking that a team with Matt McClain and Ellie De La Cruz is more fun than a team with Colin Moran and Max Schrock, right? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Could you yeah, believe it? In, that's what we said in the preseason, which is like, you know, they may not be better, much better, but they're going to be way more interesting. I much rather would, would rather see these kids than – those than the Colin Morans, right? So it's just uh it, it's just fun. It's just it's so fun. fun. It's so fun. And you know, they have an opportunity to add to this young talent in a couple weeks with the draft to kind of keep this pipeline going. It's unreal, man. Um, but let's look, we're here to talk about Joseph Daniel Vado and uh what a freaking game, man. His is like uh his softest hit of the night. Was his home run? <laughs> it's so true. It's how is that even possible? Yeah, it's crazy. It's unreal. You know, um, so I, I read this weekly column for Cincinnati Magazine, and I still have not finished it <laughs> tonight. And we decided to do a an emergency episode of the show, even though I still have to finish this column. And the reason I hadn't finished it was I wanted to wait to see what Vado did before I, I finished it all, because my editor and I we talked about it, and and, and the Vado story was the story. And the way the story is framed is around some of the skepticism around Votto's return. And I kind of get that. I mean, he's 39 years old. He's going to be 40 yeah. later this year. So, you, you know, father time is undefeated, as I always say. But there were so many, so much pushback. So many people saying he needs to retire or he's going to disrupt the vibes of this team. That I thought, well, I need to explore that question and why I think – this is the way I framed it to my editor, which is – I want to I want to talk about why I think that all that talk is silly. Mm -hmm. That Votto may not be great again, but 18 months ago, the last time he was healthy, he was one of the best hitters in the league. And so I choose to trust Joey Votto until until he shows me otherwise. And um, the the debut, the season debut tonight was just I I could I'm as big a Joey Votto fan as you're gonna find. I couldn't have imagined. No. Anything better than this, right? I mean, talk, talk a little bit about what happened tonight and just the the reception he got. It was just, it was, it was kind of magical. You know, we've had this conversation for 15 years, right, of like the city and so many people not being like willing to get behind him and uh, just kind of how fascinated that it was like how dumbfounded we were. Like when I would talk to people from other towns that were like friends and family and stuff that lived in other areas, they'd be like, why don't you guys like Joey Votto? And I'm like, I am not one of those people first off, but I don't know. Um, and so tonight to see him get that standing ovation when he came up to bat at first and uh, to see him like kind of like take a moment and just appreciate it. And like, he absolutely deserves that moment, right? Like he absolutely earns it. And um Chad, so with the game he had, it kind of reminded me of um, I'm obviously a much better version, a much better player. But do you remember Dion's return game in 2001 when he just like went wild for one game and like had like a had a homer and like an RBI double? Um, 
and it was like, oh crap, Dion. And you know, obviously <laughs> the rest of the year, the rest of his time with the team did not go very well. I don't think that's gonna be the case for Joey by any means, but like it was like just a spark and just his excitement. And um, you know, Joey obviously ran just as fast as Deion Sanders did tonight, too. So <laughs> uh it was it was awesome, man. Just like you know. He came out aggressive. You know, the last couple of years we talked about how he struggled against lefties. First at batch crushes that ball right at the center fielder. Second at bat, first pitch puts it in the seats. Um, by the way, Bally Sports again, guys. This whole like streaming thing, we got to figure this out. Like, literally, <laughs> this commercial thing where you're going far too long, we got to figure this out. Um, but and then you know has to hit in the has to hit in the next bat and then draws a walk. Just a typical Joey Votto. Homer single walk kind of day. You love it, man. Classic. You absolutely love it. Dude, and like defensively, he's like chasing balls down, like didn't their pop flies in the infield. What a fun, fun night, man. Just a fun night. Just incredible. You know, um, something I said, I was on uh ESPN 1530 earlier today with uh with James Rapine talking about the Reds and and obviously Votto's debut. And one of the things I said that I don't think is anything. It's not a new comment. It's not something others haven't said, but it just occurs to me in the last few days. I've been thinking, I think Joey Votto, the veteran, has something to impart to these kids. Now, everybody you know, says that, I guess. He has something that he can he can help these guys. And in his uh, pregame press conference, That's he great. said, you know, oh, it's fantastic. Go go back and listen to it. But he talked about, you know, Eli De La Cruz is a five-tool guy. The sixth tool is resilience, you know, being able to to, to sort of come back and – um, there are things like that, little lessons he can give to these kids. There's no question in my mind because he's the most thoughtful Reds player of my mm-hmm. lifetime. But the flip side of that I wanted to say is that the kids can give something to Joey Votto as well. The energy, the enthusiasm, you know, and you saw a little bit of that tonight. He was excited to be here. Yeah. Uh, and um, so that's that's something I think is kind of an interesting dynamic to watch the rest of the year is how Votto helps the kids and the kids help Votto. Um. The, uh, tonight, just when he came out, he got the standing ovation. I think probably because I'm online too much, I worried about the reception. Yeah. And it wasn't just me. I mean, Lance McAllister, uh, got some, he posted something on Facebook and had to delete it because of the just vitriolic comments against the against Votto. Mo Egger had a similar thing where people were, were saying to him, um, he's going to disrupt the vibe. And so I kind of worried about the reception. And I'm so proud of the 20,000 plus Reds fans that were there tonight because yeah. they got on their feet. They were chanting Joey, Joey, Joey all night long. Joey was moved by it. You could tell in his post-game interview with Jim, Jim Day, he was extremely moved. Yeah. And I was so pleased just to see him get that moment for, for an appreciation of what he's done for this team. Um, and, and even before he actually produced tonight. So uh, so how did, how did you see that, you know, in terms of just, were you expecting that reception? Cause I certainly wasn't not to that extent, but I will say I kind of got lucky that I got a pre, you know, I got a preview, right? Because Thursday I was in Louisville, uh, covering the bats game and he was playing that day, which the first game I'm ever credentialed for baseball in my life. My favorite Reds player of all time is playing the game. That's, a, that's, that's a dream come true for me. That's a different story. Uh, so I'm in Louisville. It's a Thursday afternoon game, so it's not like they have a ton of people there. Um, but when Joey comes to bat, you know, the press box is like, I'm like talking to people down there. I'm like, how's he, you know, what's the comfortability look like? They're like, way different, way different. And the crowd is even like, all right, Joey, let's go. Yeah, come on, Joey, put the ball in. That's what he gets like that 
I think he smoked like 104 mile an hour single in the right field. And the crowd was really loud for it. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe like people are catching on that like this is the guy. Like this is our this is the franchise guy for so long. So I got a little sneak preview of like, oh, this could be cool. Did not expect it to be as loud and cool as it was tonight. Like to see him getting the curtain call with the Viking helmet after his homer was like I have a feeling when top because tops does these like baseball cards that are called tops now with like mm-hmm. instant yeah. cards. I have a feeling that's going to be the picture tomorrow morning on his Tops Now baseball card. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> what are we even talking about? How's this even a thing? Everything. It's just, I don't know. You know, I was, I'm like you. I was excited to see, to see the response. And I was also hearing some of those things from Louisville. And then in his press conference today, he's like, I'm healthy. Yeah. And we've been talking kind of in our back channel chat a little bit. And even on the, sh- on our shows, uh, obviously, Tim is the host of Late Night Reds every Sunday night. You need to you need to tune into that. Uh, so much fun every week. But um, so we've been talking fun. about how he's not going to come back until he's ready. He's just yeah. not because he knows this is his chance. You know, he it's the last year of his contract. He ha- if he wants to keep playing, he has to prove himself. And he kind of talked about that a little bit during his press conference. And when he said, "I'm fully healthy," I knew I didn't know he was going to do what he did tonight. But I knew, oh. Yeah, okay. This is Joey Votto again. He's 39-year-old Joey Votto. He's not 26-year-old Joey Votto. But uh, but he's at the point where he thinks he can contribute. And tonight, you know, the, two for three. First at bat was a line out to center field. Again, what was it, 104 miles per hour? I think so, yeah. And then, um, but, I mean, he was on it. I mean, it was, it was well, yeah. obviously well hit. Second at bat, the home run just destroys a home run <laughs> to uh, right field and just watching him come around the bases and the excitement. I mean, I, you can just tell. And what did he say in the post game? He said, it wasn't really relief. It was just, it was more, I knew I could do it. He said, you know, I had texted some of my close friends that I was going to get a home run one of my first two games. He's like, so I was like, yep, I was right. I could do it. And then um, his third at bat, the Reds are down one run. Yeah. He gets a single up the middle. And the question here from, from Dick Ash, if the shift rule hadn't changed, would Joey's two-run single have been a double play? Yeah, probably. Or yeah, probably. he would have been at least one out. I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's a really good uh, really good point. But guess what? The shift rule was not around anymore. <laughs> and Thank God. <laughs> two-run single. The Reds uh, take a 5-4 lead. And, and, of course, that was ultimately the final score. But in his final at bat, I mean, I said it on Twitter, but a single tear went down my cheek. He walked oh, dude. I know. in his season debut. And we needed to see that walk. But, you know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I don't know what to say. Votto is uh, incredible. I don't know what he's going to do the rest of the year. But this was as fun a night of Reds baseball as I've had in a long time. And I, I don't even – it really was probably 2012 that I had this much fun with the Reds team. And that's crazy. That's a full decade plus of my life. I know. Oh, I got to take a breath now, but I can talk all night about Joey Votto. Me too. Hey, you know who else I could talk about a little bit tonight, Chad? Tell me who. Oh, I started to lead off with my Sinzel. Well, you know, I'm a Sinzel homer. Me too. Is that a is that a Sinzel City Connect? It is. Oh, Tim. Tim, we got to sign you to a long term contract here. At the I know. Front. Yeah. <laughs> you can pay me yes. nothing, and I'm going to sign the contract. So <laughs> I, I want to be here the rest Nikki. of my life. So. <laughs> Talk about Nikki. Uh, that was fun too, man. Just to say that this is a guy who, like, since he came back up, 
Um, also, was really you know was really struggling to kind of get back into the big league vibe. And uh, Joe Farsing, who I'm reporting to Riverfront HR, uh, <laughs> sent me a tweet that said he's Brandon Larson. Um, and I do not accept that. That is unacceptable from a river. Completely employee. unacceptable. Uh, so to see him kind of get that, like get that Homer, uh, you know, Newman hits the solo shot to start the game for the Reds. And then he gets one the next inning um, after Joey has that line out, um, which is awesome, man. So he's a kid like, you know, you and I have talked about this a million times. He's a guy we're all rooting for uh, because he's a guy that we want to see succeed. Obviously like the hype and everything there. Um, if his role for like eternity now is just like mash lefties, the best of anyone in baseball, I can live with that. I can absolutely live with that. Um, and so to see him get that tonight was awesome. Also, the fact that it was like a no doubter um, was pretty awesome. It was like, as soon as the left about, you're like, oh, that's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Now he did make a, uh, 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 uh not a great play, uh, defensively, yeah. <laughs> which we will concede, but. You know, again, if for a long time listeners of this show, I am completely above board with my love for Nixon Zell. Same. Um, I just, I mean, you know, I, I, he was he was the first, uh, you know, long feature piece that I had in Cincinnati Magazine, the print edition of Cincinnati Magazine. And he was very kind to me. His whole family was very kind to me as I put that together. So I, but I have to say before I talk about that, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a homer, so that you know that. I have this thing. I'm trying to. I'm trying to tell you the truth. I'm trying to tell, but you need to understand when I'm biased a little bit. I might I'm be the little... only one that has his jersey, so I get it. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yes. Um, and so w- when when he hit that home run, I was not as excited as I was for Joey Votto's. But me neither. Every time he does something good, it makes me happy because I want him to. He's not going to be the superstar that we thought he was going to be. Right. He's he's just not. But he he mashes lefties. And he plays enough defensive positions that he can be a part of the next good Reds team. Now, arbitration, whatever, is he going to be around? I don't know. But I want him to be around, and I, I was I was pretty happy with that as well. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I was in, I, at that same Bats game I was talking about. He had a ball where he, like, it was a reach on error where he smoked this ball to the shortstop, and the shortstop just, like, fumbled it. Um, I probably would have scored a base hit, but that's, you know, because, you know, like we're Nick Senzel homers. Uh, so you're like, oh, the, the bat <laughs> speed's kind of back. And you saw it tonight. Uh, yeah, Sidney Nicholas Peterson-Zell. My favorite tweet to send every every game when he does something special. Uh, so it was awesome, man. And then, you know, Kevin Newman, who I know is like the punching bag of the fan base right now. Of like, why is this guy getting at bats? Continuing to do things when we talk crap about him. We're on your show, so I will keep the i'll make this i'll keep this nsfw <laughs> i mean sfw yeah there um, you go yeah i always one i'm like am i gonna get a text from chad tonight that says like you need to watch your language so no. um, do do what you want in your show i heard you say that as i was driving <laughs> i heard you say hope chad doesn't call me down but it's uh, your show do it do what you want to do uh but yeah newman tonight get that hit it was awesome man it was it was really really fun um alex young tonight you know, in a situation that was like very unkind to him to come into the game after Buck Farmer really struggled. That was that was pretty nice too. It was, uh, you know, Alex Young after his Father's Day save, first save of his career. He saves the ball for his dad. You know, it was a, it was good. And um, that guy, we said it a little before the season. I don't, we don't know how how he's going to be, but boy, he looked good last year and looked like a mm-hmm. decent addition to the Reds bullpen. He has been a yeah. pretty good addition to the Reds bullpen. Um, 
And then after him, I think we need to talk about uh, Alexis Diaz, who's kind of scared me for a moment in the ninth. Yeah, he did. But then he, but then he became Alexis Diaz again. And um, it, it's, this deserves a longer discussion than we have tonight because, again, I have to go finish my column and I have to get up a, a, in the morning. Mm. But um, just this bullpen has been better than expected. For sure. Um and I want to circle back to what you just said about Kevin Newman because I have to say I had like three different people text me today. Kevin Newman is leading off, and I look at that lineup and I'm like, I can't figure out why he shouldn't be batting ninth. And so, um, of course, he does what should be expected. It's a leadoff home home run. Um, I don't know. It just it's so much fun, so much fun tonight. Dick Ash has a comment about he was listening to the Rockies radio broadcast tonight for some reason, but. Uh, Rocky's pitcher is supposedly tough on left-handed batters most of his career, for, except for this season. This season, it's been it's been bad. Um, he has some reverse splits. The Reds just Dick uh, Senzel ruined his pitch comp. He did. He went. Yeah, Nixon's at the home run. Gomber goes back to the dugout and goes nuts, throwing his hat and everything, and lost his his pitch comp device. And go Google that if you don't know what that is. I don't know, uh, Tim. I don't know how else to sum up sum up this game other than this was just about as much fun as I've had watching the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, Ellie De La Cruz's debut was amazing. It was, but but just the nine game winning streak, the Reds moving into first place, and Joey Votto coming back. I, Nate, our buddy Nate, uh, said that he it was that was fun, most fun he's had since Clenchmas in 2010. Jay Bruce home run. I don't I think there. so. I mean, I had I had some fun, a lot of fun in 2012. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the Reds' first playoff game in 2010 was amazing. But and it's kind of crazy to say just a random game in June is up there with those. But that's what the last decade has been like. But this was just so much fun. And I'm, I wish, you know, I've been boycotting the Reds. But I wish I had been in the park for this one tonight because Me too. Um, Me too. it looked good. Yeah, Grace and I are going tomorrow. We're taking Iris to her first game. Um, oh, so I'm really, nice. really excited about that. Um, 2012, 10-game win streak. You know where they won their 10th game? I'm sorry, you yeah. know who you put it was when they won their 10th game? I do not. The Colorado Rockies. Is that right? That's right. And Marty Brimman had to had to shave his head because of that, if you recall. Yeah, uh, so I heard Nate Dotson's going to shave his head if the Reds win tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I think so, or or me. Yeah. Um, I always wear the hat so no one knows what's under there, but yeah, it's not much of a... So that's the last thing. We, we really need to... I got to get out of here. This was just, we wanted to jump on quickly and talk about it because it was so exciting. And... Um, Oh, look at this. Sydney is excited to, to meet you finally. I know. Too. I know. Sydney's hey. been like, even in the original rendition of Late Night Red, she's been there every week. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I really, I'm, I mean, it means a lot to me. Like, I tell my wife all the time, like, how cool the show is and how I have people like Sydney who give a crap about what I have to say on a week to week basis. And it's, it's really cool. Well, I announced it tonight. And uh, we've been talking about it sort of back channel for a while now. And Nate and I have been talking. That's about one of my buddies. But, uh, Oh yeah, Ryan. Ryan Lester. How come, how come I've never met Ryan? What's going um, on here? Because you're never in Cincinnati anymore, Chad. Oh yeah. Well, that's going to change, and I expect to meet Ryan. Um, we've been talking about it for a while. I've been boycotting the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, no, 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 that's not true. 
I've been boycotting Bob Castellini mm -hmm. uh, since 2019. It's been well documented. Uh, go to my Substack if you want to know all the reasons why, but you shouldn't. Um, and I just, I can't, I miss Great American Ballpark, number one. Mm -hmm. I can't miss an opportunity to see Joey Votto in what, I hope not, but could be his final season. Yep. And I just want to see Joey and Ellie De La Cruz on the same field together. Um, so it's happening. Sydney, yes, I haven't met you. I've met you, but not in person, uh, just over a screen. But um, so sometime later this year, we're going to have a, we're, gonna, we're trying to figure out the particulars, but uh, there's going to be a riverfront day at Great American Ballpark. And we're going to, we're going to meet everybody that wants to show up. And uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe some other goodies that we're talking about. Um, mm -hmm. And tint, cough, cough. And yeah, Gap did not miss me, but I did miss Gap. Um, yeah. Yeah. But here's I think what I, I missed you. You think so? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Tim. If I announce ahead of time, if we like have a big production, we're going to do a, a riverfront game, you know, do you think that um, the Castellinis will actually let me in the, in the park? Um, yes, because you're my friend. <laughs> I'm not sure that's enough. They're um, not happy with me. But, you know, Look, I've never been the guy that fights the Castellinis, as you know. We've had this conversation. Um, it, it led to you and I having an internet beef for a very short time last year. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Talk about a 4.30 in the morning text message I get when everyone's like, why is Chad Dotson mad at you? And I went, what? Um, Wait, I wasn't really mad at you. Let's make I that know. clear. I know, I know. Okay. But at 4.30 a.m., you no emotion means every. You know, everything's like, huh. But um, I will say that if we know one thing about the Castellinis, they like to have cash in their pocket and they will not turn down <laughs> ticket sales. They let Pete Rose in the ballpark. They're certainly going to let Chad Dotson in the ballpark. <laughs> well, um, I guess that's true. I have a few. Uh, I have zero hits for the Reds, actually. Pete Rose mm -hmm. has more. Um, yeah, that's but I am. I'm, I'm seriously. There you go. Right. I'm you can always like use your MLB account under like a, a different name if you want. Like you can be like Jason LaRue. <laughs> no, I'm going to announce it publicly. Someone suggested I should uh, put it on a billboard. No, we're not doing that again. But <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to announce it publicly because I want to see if they turn me away at the uh, at the gates. I don't, I don't think they will. They need the money, no. but no. um they got to get that money for the Chapman trade. Oh my goodness, that the it's building the, uh, the buzz is building for the uh, the Chapman trade. He'd look good as a as a uh, setup guy here, wouldn't he? Mm -hmm. All right, Tim. Final thoughts. We got we have to get out of here. Any final thoughts? Um, yeah, like uh, Chad said. So this has been so much fun, and I'm so happy it's my first year as a member of the Riverfront that this is happening because it's making every every week such a blast. So like what we're working on and what we're building here we're really, really proud of as a team. Um, and also you guys are making this as much fun as the ball club is. And so we just want to let you guys know how much we appreciate that on a week to week basis, not just with my show, but with the riverfront, even Joe and Greg on river on the Bengals show with all the hype they have. Like if you're not joining us yet, what's holding you back? Get in that Patreon and hang out with us. It's a couple bucks a month. It's not hurting you. And we have so much fun every day talking about the ball club. 
So much fun. Yeah, the Slack channel tonight on pa- at Patreon was just was going blast. wild. It was great. Uh, yeah, no, uh, this is a good time. This is the best time uh, to, for the Riverfront. We have a lot of, we've been talking back channel. we got a lot of great things uh, planned for you, um, baseball and otherwise in the future. But uh, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm having fun. I'm having yeah. fun. And yes, yes, Ryan, the Riverfront is incredible. I'm buying you a beer just for that comment. So Ryan is one of my photographers for my basketball network. So he was one of the guys I was hoping we can get stuff going with Louisville and stuff that he's going to go do photos for us. So, ah, that's Ryan. Excellent. Well, nice to meet you, Ryan. And thanks to everyone who joined us here tonight. We are going to, uh, I love the live format. I've said it many times. That's why I love uh, your show, Tim late night reds. That's why we wanted to kind of combine forces a little bit because it's a, just a different vibe than uh than what we do every uh every friday morning at the riverfront but uh i don't know man this is fun so this fun is just fun yeah so fun and i'm here for it all right we have to get out of here because i have work to do you people this is late and i have work to do for tim daniel this is chad dawson saying so long everyone go red Lights.